Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Chats on the Blog Cabin, the show where I invite people into the blog cabin to chat about life. I'm Melissa and I'm your host. Today we are continuing on with our women's history, women empowerment. Um, it'll run over a few days because I had some amazing guests on the show um, live, so I wanted to make sure that I included them. And today I actually will tell you to, if you want a better representation of what this episode is about, I will put the, in the show notes YouTube, um, the YouTube video for the show, and I also put a link in the blog post as well for the show, because we're making charcuterie boards with um, the ladies, the sisters from Cecil, Nicole, Noel, and Simone, and they are amazing. And I, you may remember, Simone came on a couple weeks ago, and we did dinner together, um, and then. They came on at the beginning of the year, the beginning of the chats, I'm going to say August, September, when the Lebanon, the bombing happened and the explosion happened in Lebanon, they came on as well. So I'm so excited that they're back. They're showing us how to make a charcuterie board for one, our charcuterie board for 15 to 20 people. So this is a really great episode. If you are very visual, then I would suggest hopping over to YouTube. Like I said, I'll put the link in the show notes as well, but happy listening and really I can't wait to see what if you create a board so with that said start listening back to another edition of chats from the blog cabin as you know it's women empowerment month women's history month so every day i'm coming to you with a new episode and today i'm so excited to be joined by these two sisters who've been on the show before but before we get into that let me do with my quote and the quote says you only live once but if you don't do it right but if you do it right once is enough and it's by may west and i kind of figured since we're talking about food and we're talking about everything simone and noel that this was the perfect quote for today so welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And so for those that don't remember, Simone was actually on at the beginning of the month and did a simple, easy dinner for the family. And today the sisters are teaming up to do a lunch and learn charcuterie boards. They're going to show us what, how to make one for a whole bunch of people and then how to make like a single serving. Correct? That's Absolutely. right. All right, guys. So. How about it? <laughs> How about it? That's right. <laughs> All right. So uh, for anybody that doesn't know us, I'm Noelle and this is Simone. Uh, we are the Sisul sisters. Um, we have been working with my dad for at least 17 years, <laughs> forever and a day. Um, I've never worked anywhere else. Simone has had a few other jobs yeah. while she was in college. While, while I was also working with my dad. Too. Right. Exactly. Um, but lately we've been doing a lot of these charcuterie boards. Um, it's something that like we both love doing at our own houses. And so 
when uh, the idea was brought up to do some for Sasul, we definitely jumped on it. We, we love the idea and we love the idea of being able to share um, those boards with our customers and with our friends. Mm -hmm. And what's really cool is that the reason that these boards kind of became uh, something that we kept repeating at Sasul, we've done it now for um, Thanksgiving boards, we've done a Christmas board, we did a Valentine's board, we even did one for a fundraiser we were part of, the Polka Dot Mama Gala, um, is uh, because a lot of the components that we've used for these boards, we find them in our market section. So mm -hmm. we, we were so familiar with these items, um, but then when we sat down to kind of plan that very first board that we did, um, it, it was crazy because we didn't have to go to the store, but for maybe one thing. Right. Um, so we found it all in the Sisul market section. And mm -hmm. as we compose this board, we'll, we'll kind of both be talking about the actual ingredients that are going on the board so that if you do wish to come to Sisul and find those ingredients, then you'll know a little more about them. Um, yeah, so we'll get started on the big, we're going to do the big board first, mm -hmm. um, and there is a little bit of method to the madness as far as creating these boards, because I'm sure you see them all over social media, right. and they look so beautiful always. Yes, and it's comprised of many different steps. So the first step with any board is going to be put your biggest items down first. Mm -hmm. You call them the anchors. Yes, they're the anchors of your board. So... Um, Simone, I'll let you get started. Simone's okay. done a lot of prep for this board. I just kind of rolled in the door. Okay. <laughs> so first thing, uh, we're doing jalapeno hummus. It's a great, it's always nice to have a dip on mm -hmm. your board. And we'll actually be showing you a few dips that you put on your board. But of course, I am sticking with the green hummus as our very first thing to kick things off. Yeah. Um, another item that we're putting on there is called ajvar. So mm -hmm. uh, I'll show them that. That so item. this this is Ajvar. It's a vegetable spread. It's made with um, roasted red bell pepper, eggplants, and it's vegan. Mm -hmm. It's gluten free. It's amazing. It is it's really so good. so so good. Yeah. We also have our baba ganoush. Mm -hmm. So that's going in there. And you'll notice that there's different sizes. So I have an eight ounce and then a four ounce. It doesn't really matter what size. Um, we're doing it more just to change up the visual presentation so mm -hmm. that it looks nice. Um, another large anchor that we're putting down is chickpea salad. Um, and then lastly, we're putting our blocks of cheese. So you put blocks of cheese before you put slices and cubes. So first cheese is called Kashkaval. Um, it's like a more of a hard cheese. It is a little bit pungent. In my last cooking class, we did shrimp and grits with shredded Kashkaval, which was excellent. Um, and it is from Egypt. And then we also have Armenian string cheese, which this is the braid before it actually gets uh, before separated. You shred it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then um, one other dip that we're going to show you guys how to make, and this is one of my personal favorite that I always do when I'm making a board, is a mixture of labna and jam. And so um, I will... Why don't you show us that? Yes, absolutely. So you're going to get a ramekin or bowl. How, it just depends on how much you guys want to do. Um, then we're using Lubna today, which is just a Greek yogurt, uh, but you can use, you know, different creamy cheeses, mascarpone, cream cheese, anything like that is going to work. You're going to want it to have a kind of like mild flavor. It's going to, it's basically like a base um, for the jam and then they mix together really well. So I'm just doing like a big scoop and then I've got my jam. So I chose blackberry because that's one of my favorites. 
blackberry tastes really nice with that with the yogurt too. yeah super good yeah and then again just a big scoop and i put that in my ramekin like that and then all you're gonna do is you're just gonna incorporate those just a little bit i like to keep them i don't like to fully mix it i like to kind of keep it so that you can taste both flavors when you mm -hmm. use this dip um and there's no there's no rules with this you know if you guys want it fully mixed go for it um but yeah i just mix it just a little bit so when you're scooping with it whether it's on a cracker or a vegetable or whatever you can even put it on meat is really good if you guys we're not using like um prosciutto or sliced salami because uh, we wanted to stay with the items we had in our grocery section but a lot, that's very popular when mm -hmm. making snack boards, obviously. So this is going to be excellent if you put it on some of the um, sliced sausage or meat. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Yep. And I love the way Noelle kind of half mixes it because it just, it leaves it interesting to the eyes. Yes. Um, and people, you know, they're more enticed to be like, oh, let me dip in this stuff, you know, right. if, if they think it looks so cool. And that's going to make your snack board more successful is if you're mm -hmm. very intentional about like, the cuts that you're doing on the vegetables or the different textures that you're using on the boards. You want to use different um, looking textures, items, um, you know, like like how Simone has the block of cheese and then we're going to have the slices of cheese. Uh, make it more visually appealing. That's right. Yeah. So actually the next thing we're going to do um, now that we have the blocks of cheese down, we're going to put the slices mm -hmm. um, while I kind of lay the slices out. Um, I'm going to have Noelle show you guys how to uh, roll feta in zatar. So we're going to we're showing you a few things that kind of just elevate your board just a little bit. Uh, so you could definitely put feta cubes on your board and it would be great. Mm -hmm. But would your guests expect it to be rolled in some awesome herbs? Probably not. And they would be very, um, very enticed to try it mm -hmm. and very pleased with what it actually tastes like. So right. this is something we do for our catering platters. And we're going to show you how to use both zatar and feta. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, something that you can do on cheese boards is, you know, mixing the flavors. The You can enjoy all of these things separately, but it gets really good when you start mixing them together. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing, what I'm doing right now is I'm taking the cubes of feta that we've pre-cut for you today. They're just like one inch by one inch. And this is our zatar spice. So zatar is a spice blend of thyme, sumac, oregano, and sesame seeds. And I'm just rolling the feta cubes um, into the zatar. And you don't have to do it one by one. You can, you know, put a whole bunch down on the plate and then kind of um, sprinkle the zatar spice over them. And that's what we do when we're making a huge catering because we want to be efficient. Yeah. <laughs> and plus, it's easier. We're not here to give you a headache. Yeah. You know, this um, boards, like creating the board, uh, should be a very simple process. And it should actually be the opposite of a headache. It should be a stress relief. Yes. And I think Noelle can actually tell you because her method of putting a board together in her, in her regular everyday life um, actually speaks to this. Yeah, so I, I make a lot of uh, snack boards towards the end of the week. I always go, I have Sunday, Mondays off, so I typically go grocery shopping on one of those days. So Friday, Saturday, it's, you know, the end of my week. I get home, and there's nothing to cook. Like, all the meals have been made already. Mm -hmm. So in my fridge, there'll be a lot of odds and ends, um, you know, whether just, like, leftovers from Sasul or leftovers from throughout the week or just, like, jars of pickles, some olives, some hummus, whatever. And so towards the end of the week, I will make snack boards out of just what I have in my um, refrigerator to use it up, clean it out. And it, it really just turns into being this excellent meal. 
Yeah. I love that. And same thing kind of, um, I've been doing a lot of food videos lately, trying to populate my YouTube channel with lots of content. Um, so if you open my fridge midweek, you will see so many small containers of garnishes, of olives, of um, kind of the same idea as what Noelle was saying. Um, and I take all the odds and ends and then I make it into a beautiful snack board um, that my, my husband and I, like on Saturdays, will have a movie night. And so I take all my odds and ends and um, and arrange it on a board. It looks awesome. And he thinks that I intentionally put it together. Nope, <laughs> nope. I was just cleaning out the fridge. Yeah. Um, and that's something you can do, you know, for kids, especially kids love snack boards and they don't have mm -hmm. to be the same thing that you make for adults. I'm sure if you have kids, you have all kinds of like random snacks, you know, in your house, like mm -hmm. peanut butter, jelly, string cheese, string cheese, like just present it, put it on a board, make it a little different. Your kids are yeah. going to go crazy over it. Yeah. And it's just, it's the same snacks you already had for them that they didn't want to eat. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. And the fact that, especially for kids, but also for adults, we love eating with our hands. Some people oh, yeah. don't want to admit it, but we love eating with our hands. And of course kids do. And that's why it makes it so enticing for kids to be offered a board, you know, whatever may be on the board and they can grab at it. And it's, it's this one moment, you know, where they don't have to use a fork and a spoon and they still eat their full meal. Um, but truthfully enough, same thing with grownups when we're all, uh, having a dinner party together, yeah. um, and that board is there and it's kind of this communal snacking. It's so fun. Um, and it also is a lot like Lebanese meza, which is why it resonates with us a lot because mm -hmm. in Lebanon, Meza is so popular. It's this extended appetizer hours, you yeah. know, three several hours. Yeah, several <laughs> hours. Let's say three hours of just eating appetizers. This is kind of the same thing, but done on the same on one board together. Board. And yeah. Lebanon, they'll bring out like courses of appetizers. So, yeah. you know, they'll bring out five things. And then once you finish that, you think the meal's over. No, no. They bring out five more, then five right. more. And then there's dessert. And um, this is kind of taking those 15 things that maybe you would have eaten over the course of several hours and putting them all on one board together. Yep. So, so less dishes and yes. it makes your life a lot easier and you still get the same product out of it. Yes. Um, okay, so we're going to take yeah. the rolled feta. I'm going to arrange it here. And one thing to keep in mind is your slices and cubes. You're going to want to kind of... Um, center them around your anchors because in the end the last step is we put in what we call fill-ins yes. um but you don't know where those fill-ins need to go until you um kind of uh put all your anchors in and all your, exactly. your big items so you want to make sure that you have enough room on your board for all the big items mm -hmm. um, so that's what we're doing right now and with Simone, right. she's put the feta um, rolled in zatzer down. And I would say, you know, just put a few cubes of the yeah, unrolled great idea. in there as well to break up the color and just create, make it more visually interesting. Mm -hmm. Now, Noelle, if you now the next thing we're doing is we're going to add the crackers slash bread. Mm -hmm. um, so we have these rice crackers um, that we have in our market section. They come in a couple different flavors. Yeah, we've got garden kale here, mm -hmm. jalapeno cheddar here. Mm -hmm. There's a salt and pepper one as well. Um, but if you want to arrange the crackers, I'm sure. going to arrange the pita wedges. Sure. So I've taken the regular bags of the Neiman pita bread that we offer uh, in our market section and cut them into eights, which is a great like dipping size. Um, it's also, it's just a great personal size. 
Um, so I'm going to arrange that here on the edge of the hummus. Like this. Now they can also get the um, pita bread freshly made as well at, from Cecil, correct? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the best with the jalapeno hummus. <laughs> yep. Uh, we offer that complimentary for anyone who orders anything at the restaurant. Um, so, yeah, it's a great idea to use the fresh pita. Mm -hmm. But I think my dad would definitely make sure that I mention if you take the pita home and you want to use it, you know, let's say an hour, two hours after um, after you get it from our oven fresh, you're gonna want to press the air out of that pita bread so that it stops internally cooking and wrap it in like either a plastic bag or plastic wrap to keep it soft until you want to actually use it on your board. So just keep that in mind with our fresh pita. It's, it's a little fragile. <laughs> yep. And what I'm doing right now is I'm just adding in some different kind of crackers. These mm -hmm. are our multi-seed toasted flatbread that we have in our grocery section. And they come in really big chunks. So if you put that on the board, uh, it's going to take up a lot of room and also like not look that interesting, I don't think. So I'm just breaking them up into more bite-sized pieces and shapes mm -hmm. and putting them in there with the rest of the, the crackers. Yep. All right. Now what we're going to do is we're still putting a few, we're still putting a few large items. We're not down to the little fill-ins yet. Mm -hmm. um, but as you can see, the board is starting to populate. It's starting to be more full and starting to look good. So um, we have roasted carrots as well as grape leaves. There we go. Yeah. And we're gonna fill those in. And it's great because every component on this board can be used as a dipper. Um, like the grape leaves, you can dip those in the dips. Exactly. You can eat them by themselves as well. And that really applies to everything you have on the board. That's that's what's fun about it, is that there's really, there's no rules and there's everything no rules. tastes good together. Yeah, this is just an opportunity to have fun and also make something really delicious that looks very visually stunning as well. Yep. And Simone is adding some sliced cucumbers right now. Uh, yes. Cucumbers is a favorite in our family. Of yeah. course, we, we, we buy so many cucumbers. But, um, you know, other vegetables, of course, that you can put on your board, carrots, celery. Um, I've even brought a few of these little tiny bell peppers. I bought, I bought these at Lidl, um, but I think you can find them pretty much at any grocery store. They're not spicy. They're just like bell pepper. Um, and they come in a bag with a bunch of different colors. So I love having these in my refrigerator at home um, just to add a pop. And then you can also cook with them as well. We made a... Me and my boyfriend made um, a chana masala yesterday, and we put this in the chana masala. So it's very, very good. I'm going to stick these on the board. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And not everything on your board has to be consumed. So something like the peppers, of course, someone can absolutely take it and chomp on it right. and love it. That's great. Mm -hmm. But you can also put things for a color pop on the board that you don't actually um, right. need them to eat. Yeah, not. A, I mean, you can absolutely use garnish. I, I think on my last snack board, I put uh, celery stalks on the snack board. Yeah, that one looked really good. Thank you. <laughs> the top of the celery stalks, it has like those like little leafy looking mm -hmm. things. Those are great for garnish and nobody's going to eat them, but it, it makes the board look, you know, so cute. And yeah. And it doesn't hurt the food it's next to. It's not like not something that's yeah. not edible. It's right. totally edible. Exactly. 
Um, okay, so the next component we're going to do, we're going to put a little bit of the cornicans, the, the very small, um, uh, little small pickles. pickles. And then I also have some cracked green spicy olives, which you can find in our market section as well. Yeah, and pickled vegetables, pickled olives, pickled radish, pickled anything, it's yeah. really good to put on boards. Um, it gives that kind of different flavor. I think a lot of people do raw vegetables, cheese, and crackers. Um, maybe hummus are like the most common things that you put on boards. But yeah. this will give a nice tangy flavor mm -hmm. um, to add into just your normal items. And again, with the mixing and matching, you can, you know, eat this with a bite of cheese and it's so good. So, yeah, so good. Exactly. Okay. The last thing I have some dried apricots I'm going to be putting on the edge next to the cheese. It's kind of going to act as a barrier so that these uh, cubes of cheese don't fall off. And then we will move on to the little, the fill-ins. Yes. And I, for fill-ins, I always go to um, seeds and nuts just because they can be aggregated on your board in like little clusters and it's easy to do that. And there's no liquid where it's going to be running anywhere. Um, but you know, the nature of your fill-ins, you're trying to fill in these little holes just to make mm -hmm. everything look super mm -hmm. beautiful. Yes. So the, the seeds and nuts I think are, are the best. And even like blueberries, I know you brought blueberries today. Mm -hmm. All of that works really, really well. So let, let's see what some of the fill-ins that we're going to be putting. Awesome. So some of the things that we got are roasted salted cashews, mm -hmm. which I think is a big, uh, favorite in our family. Yeah. Then this is, uh, what's it called? Uh, mixed nut snack. Um, this is, I've seen this have a few different names. I've seen it called Cree Cree. I've seen it, it's called mixed nut, a panda snack. Mm -hmm. Um, but what it is, is it is, uh, peanuts covered in a cracker outside. Mm -hmm. Some of them have a little bit of sesame seed. Mm -hmm. I really love using these because it's just one other color element. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. so we keep mentioning color, like uh, you know, the, the things like the bright green of the apple or the orange of the apricot, you know, the color pop of the carrots. Um, make sure when you're building boards to always think about color. You don't just yeah. want a bunch of like white cheese or mm -hmm. um, like neutral colors. You want to really make sure to be intentional about getting that color pop in there. Yes. And I think even if you do have the um, convenience of planning ahead of time. So we've, we've talked about, you know, just grabbing things from your fridge. But if you do actually plan out your board ahead of time, think about those colors. And if maybe you have everything white and green and then you start saying, okay, I'm going to have, um, you know, I'm going to add some celery for the crudite portion of it. Well, no, why don't you go to a carrot or mm -hmm. let's go to uh, some cherry tomato. Mm -hmm. um, it, it gives you, being able to plan ahead of time does give you uh, that luxury of thinking about the colors. So that way, um, when your board ends up on Instagram because your friends love it so much and they want to put it on their story, <laughs> it is going to look that much extra special. Yes. And I just added banana chips into this uh, ramekin here. It looked empty and lonely. So I thought well, I might as well put some banana chips in there. Mm -hmm. And now I'm putting some fresh blueberries next to this white cheese. Now, if they spill kind of into your ramekins or anything like that, that's totally good. It looks even better. It looks like organically made. That, um, that organic type of uh, distribution in, in the picture that we're talking about, mm -hmm. um, it's going to look excellent. Like even the, 
the mixed nut snack, that little peanut with the cracker coating, it's kind of going into the block of cheese. This is all really, really good. And it gives you also a little bit of leniency. If you're rushing, you know, and things kind of go a little bit everywhere, take a breath. Don't worry. This is good. This is good for the end product. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think at this point we've put all of our major components on the board, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. So this is where most people would finish a charcuterie board or a mm -hmm. snack board um, is just, you know, they have everything on there. Now I challenge you to take it a step further. Mm -hmm. So what I really like doing at my house is actually um, seasoning the board. So mm -hmm. I have some black peppercorns here that I am just going to uh, crush all over the boards. So this is gonna really bring out the flavors and really also um, give your mouth like some excitement, I yeah. guess. Yeah, you know, you're you, gonna, don't, you don't expect it. Right, you're gonna bite into a cucumber or bite a piece of cheese and like taste that black pepper and just be like, whoa. Yeah. And it'll just be like an explosion of flavor. Mm -hmm. um, right here, I have salt-free garlic and herb seasoning. Nice. Um, I think be a little careful about just putting like how much salt you're putting on the board because that can get overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so right now I'm just seasoning the board with this garlic and herb seasoning. Mm -hmm. And don't be shy. We really have like so much on here that even though we're putting, you know, spices, it's not going to be like a lot on one bite. It'll just right. be a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have my favorite. I brought this from home. This is sriracha. <laughs> you <laughs> won't find this at the soul grocery section. But uh, you can find harissa though. If you, yes, if you want to substitute for harissa, yeah. yeah. So I like to just put you know sriracha mm -hmm. on random things. So I'm putting the sriracha on the roasted carrots. Um, you know you can also put mm -hmm. some, make it Beautiful. more of a garnish. I just put it on top of the kashkaval cheese, mm -hmm. um, or maybe even in the middle of the jalapeno yeah. hummus to add a little bit extra for those that really really like spice. Mm -hmm. um, another trick that I like to use is Parmesan cheese or any kind of like sprinkling cheese. This is basically like another herb. Mm -hmm. So you can sprinkle that on top of your board. So it makes everything look really cohesive um, and then just really, really visually stunning. Um, and then the last thing, this is just olive oil. So olive oil, um, if you put your thumb on the top so that a bunch doesn't rush out. Kind of like a garden hose. Yeah. <laughs> and you just drizzle a little bit um, on the board. It's going to, you know, get on the fruits, on the vegetables, and then, of course, on the dips. And mm -hmm. it'll be another flavor that just makes the board pop. True Mediterranean style, putting olive oil on everything yep. is always the way to go. <laughs> And then I'm going to take some um, fresh mint and just put that in the corners. And of course, you of course you can eat it with your cucumbers, with your cheese. Um, but if not, it just visually looks awesome. Yep. And then the last thing that I'm doing is just sprinkling some pepitas all over the board. Um, again, just to, you know, break up the individual segments of food and then just make it, you know, really beautiful and have just the kind of random flavors throughout the whole board. Mm -hmm. So now if we were at my house, this is what I would consider to be a finished snack board is you've got the anchors on there, you have the fill-ins and then you season the board with olive oil, hot sauce and spices. Mm -hmm. And you can make your board um, super random. Like we mentioned early on, 
Um, that's kind of like the easiest stress-free way to do it. And mm -hmm. it always comes out with a great looking board. Or if you have that time or want to be super kind of theme focused, you can make everything go right along with every other item. We've seen um, on social media, you know, we've seen breakfast boards that mm -hmm. are like the avocado toast, pancakes, yeah. uh, waffles, and the the large components will be the waffles. And then the syrup, the syrup, some fruit, mm -hmm, some whipped cream to spread, you yeah. know, things like that. But if you're going to be random, be random. Look how beautiful it looks. Can we get them a closer, a closer up or no? Yes. Let me be strategic about this because we have our, the phone on a, uh, on a little, okay. Now, how many people will that board feed? I would say it probably feeds about 12, 12 to 15. That looks so good right now. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it, it is does. So something when when we have parties at our house we typically will start with a snack board um because i mean in our family at least nobody shows up at the same time you right tell, you tell people five o'clock but they come you know rolling in so everybody shows up hungry but they know they're gonna have a big meal so maybe they haven't you know eaten very much that day mm -hmm. and they get there and they're starving so at, at our family's house or at our house um We'll go ahead and have a snack board out or just snacks, period. Mm -hmm. And so people aren't starving while they wait for the rest of the party to show up or what they, they wait for the rest of the meal to finish cooking. That's right. Now, let's show you guys. Well, Melissa, do you have any questions um, for us, I guess, so far? Why is, it, why is it that the um, charcuterie boards have become so popular? Because, I mean, you, seriously, you see them all over the place now before you didn't see them. And you said it was like something that back in Lebanon, that's what you see all the time. So what do you think is so popular now? Yeah, when I first saw them, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's like a board of Meza. Great. Like, but no, you're, you're so right. They have really, they have blown up. up. Mm -hmm. um, I would say one reason is because, uh, of course, social media, but um, certain authors, like cookbook authors, bloggers, um, they have actually written cookbooks about boards, like, you know, creating boards. I have two at my house that I always reference. Um, and I think just having one, it being on social media and everyone starts to kind of go along with the trend, but then now there's also literature on it. Um, and, uh, and even people, even restaurants serve boards as a menu item. So I, I think like the kind of the combination of those three things really makes the trend stick. Yeah. Um, and I think once people do them, they're like, oh, wait, this is the easiest thing so easy. I've ever done. Yeah. I mean, like, so they keep doing it for myself. I'm not, I, I don't really enjoy cooking. I'm not a great cook. Um, so when I cook, it's more of like a stress, a struggle. And then, you know, I, I make something and maybe it tastes good, but it doesn't look that great. Or maybe it looks great and doesn't taste that great. But this is so easy. It's guaranteed going to look great, taste great. And so I think it's also giving people that, you know, are not chefs an mm -hmm. opportunity to get creative in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, it because, can really shine. Yeah, absolutely. Cause really we're just playing with textures, colors, yeah. you know, and different ingredients. And, you know, like we've been saying, they're easy to make. You can make them from just what you have in the fridge mm -hmm. right now. Um, and you throw it together and it looks like we're having a party. That's right. And you feel like you're having a party yeah. too. Like when, when you're eating it and enjoying it, yeah. it's so fun. The, the process of finishing, making this board a little less empty, 
um, is so fun. And I think the last thing is, uh, you know, obviously being in the pandemic, people have been looking for things to do that are is socially distant or safe, mm -hmm. but still creating special moments. So people have been doing a lot of stuff outside picnics um and charcuterie boards or snack boards are so easy to bring with you you can you know you can get like a big tupperware and build this same thing in the tupperware and just bring it with you to your picnic and there you go Absolutely. so i think you know um there are several uh these businesses now where that you can order from you can order snack True, boards from yep. that actually started at the beginning of all of this and then they've totally flourished mm -hmm. they've blown up mm -hmm. yeah so now we're going to show you how to downsize it. So this, of course, is for 12 to 15 mm -hmm. people to snack on. That's a party. Yes, this is a party. <laughs> and um, But I think all of us appreciate a night to ourselves. Right. Just so that we can relax, we can decompress, we can watch a movie that we want to watch, you know. Um, so that is where the personal board comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, we also have a lot of busy professionals that work long hours, you know, and after your work day, um, maybe you don't have a family yet, or, you know, you don't have, uh, kids or anything, which is fine. Uh, but that means that you need a smaller board. You don't need that don't huge need board huge that you thing. can never finish. Exactly. So we're going to be using the same components, but you downsize everything mm -hmm. um, and then create the board. So so some of the big anchors that Simone has on the large board, mm -hmm. um, we are either going to do smaller versions of them or we're just not going to put them on there. So right. like, for example, the, the cheese blocks that she has, that's going to up, take up like a quarter of this board. So right. we space is very valuable on here. So, you know, we're going to put the slices of cheese or the strings of cheese, mm -hmm. but we're not actually going to put like the actual block like she did on the large board. Right. Because as a individual person yourself, you will not be eating a block of cheese. <laughs> Hopefully. Maybe you will. I, mean, I don't maybe. know. It depends what happens. No judgment. <laughs> but likely you, you probably won't be eating an eight ounce block of cheese. So like Noel said, slices and cubes are the way to go. Right. Um, do you want to grab those small cups? Yep. So the larger anchors, like the chickpea salad and the mm -hmm. ajvar, we've downsized we, yeah, them. we have them here in smaller ramekins. So that they're tasters. Mm -hmm. um, great for just one person. We have three grape leaves instead of eight. That's going on there. The slices of kashkaval cheese. Mm -hmm. That's going on there. Um, then the, let's see, of course we have pita. We want to make sure we can dip. And a few apricots. I just put a few crackers on there. Mm -hmm. And it's not a big deal. It's just it's like three of everything. Mm -hmm. Something to keep in mind is you don't have to fit everything on the board. Like, you know, if, if I'm doing a snack board for dinner, there'll be some items on the board that are favorites. So they get eaten quicker than everything else. But you don't want to put like half the board, you know, full or take all the room up on half the board with your favorite item. Mm -hmm. So like for for me, I had a snack board last night and we had Ritz crackers on it and the Ritz crackers went like that. So just keep like a roll of crackers or something to the side and you can replenish the board as the favorites kind of, you know, get eaten. Mm -hmm. And so easy as that, you just take the other um, components, mm -hmm. you put it on that board and um, it is ready for Noel's seasonings. So again, with the black pepper, the garlic and herb seasoning, Parmesan cheese. Cool. That was 
little heavy. Finishing with the drizzle of olive oil. Really, I encourage you guys to try it. Don't be scared of the olive oil. It's so good. It is, yeah. It makes all of the flavors that you have going on Pop. more rich. Exactly. And then my favorite, the sriracha. I'm just going to put a little bit here next to the grape leaves and that we can use as a dip. Mm -hmm. And there you go. There you go. There's our, our mini board. board here. I'll get it a little closer to the camera. Yeah. See, it's so cute. And maybe it's one, one and a half servings, you know, um, and you can snack on that. Drink a great glass of wine. Oh, yeah. Watch your favorite show. Um, and, and just have your evening the way you like. Yeah. And you won't, you know, you can eat that and you're not going to feel like stuffed. You know, you can mm -hmm. just enjoy it and not feel guilty. you got lots of raw veggies. You know, the Ajvar dip is, mm -hmm. it's a veggie dip. It's fully, you know, just vegetables mixed together. Yeah, it's very healthy. Your apple slices, cheese slices, a little chickpea salad. So mm -hmm. it's very healthy. Um, and, you know, again, we've made dessert boards that was just fully desserts um yeah. so it doesn't have to be healthy of course no um, it doesn't no <laughs> <laughs> but the a lot of the components here that you'll find in our market section we do have a lot of healthy components yeah mediterranean diet i think has been voted the best diet for yeah last five years yeah, or something for a sustainable like that. lifestyle yeah um but yeah some other things that we haven't included here today that you can find in our grocery section are those pickled vegetables. So mm -hmm. like we have marinated artichoke hearts, we have uh, pickled cauliflower turnips, um, bell pepper that comes all in a jar together. Mm -hmm. um, we have stuffed little eggplants that are stuffed with pine nuts, nuts and spices, which are really cool that you can mm -hmm. add that as like a super cool component on your board. Yeah. Um, we have lots of different cheeses. Um, and then you can go to our fresh case, you know, instead of getting a uh, chickpea salad, you can get any of the dips. You could get tabbouleh. You could, you know, any, anything. Anything. Yep. Anything you want. And something that I encourage you to do is, you know, whether you're coming to Sasul or you're going to another kind of grocery store, you know, I know both of us, we like checking out different cuisines. Mm -hmm. So, like, going to an Asian grocery store and, yeah. and just seeing what they have, seeing stuff that looks interesting. Maybe you don't know how to use it in Asian, like, you don't know how to do Asian cooking, but you could use it as a component on a snack board. So it's yeah. creating that kind of fusion is really cool too. And it's, and those types of things that Noel is mentioning, like incorporating some food from different cultures that people may not know how to cook with. Mm -hmm. It's a great conversation starter. Yeah. So you're inviting people over to enjoy this board and immediately they're going to say, Hey, what's that? You right. know, what does that taste like? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, that looks so cool. Yeah. These are things that you want them to be saying because right. all of a sudden conversation is started and your party has gotten going. And it'll keep going when you say, oh, try that and that together. Yes. Take, take that uh, cracker and put some cheese and then a little bit of the jam and then, mm -hmm. you know, try a, a raw apple sriracha. slice. <laughs> yeah. So all the flavor <laughs> combinations, you can have a game who can come up with the best bite. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and um, we don't have any, uh, like for Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, we had boards scheduled. We mm -hmm. don't, at this point, we don't have any boards scheduled as far as specials that we're doing orders for at Sasul, but you, this isn't the last time you'll see boards. Um, we love right. what we've been doing, utilizing our market section and our fresh case 
to make these great visual creations. Mm -hmm. um, and I am sure even if you guys don't do it at home, you will see it back at the restaurant at right. some point. Because, yeah. um, of course, there's always holidays so throughout the year. Mm -hmm. They have been one of the, the most popular like pre-ordered items that we yeah. do. Yeah, and we've been talking about adding it to the catering menu just because it's That's been right. so crazy popular. Yeah, yep. Now, there are a couple of questions. Um, one says, hey, ladies, is charcuterie the same as antipasta? So, um, yes, it is. Um, but charcuterie, of course, on antipasto, it, it's just the meal eaten before the main meal. So charcuterie could be eaten for the main meal, um, but often it is, it's the same component. So it's the cured meats, the cheeses, the marinated vegetables. Um, I think one term antipasto is, is just more specific as far as timing. Charcuterie is that general, like I'm telling, I'm talking about, uh, the big group of food. Uh, that includes the salami, the cheeses, the, all of that stuff. And then I actually have a question which kind of piggybacks on this question. It says, what do you use as a board? I mean, can you use anything? Does it have to be a wooden board? You know, you can use anything. You can use, mm -hmm. like, a, at my house, I don't have, like, cutting boards or anything like that. Oh, I do have a cutting board, but <laughs> I use it to prep on. I don't use it as, like, a display. Simone has a lot of, like, pieces because she does a lot more hosting at her yeah. house than I do. Um, but so I just build it on dinner plates. Like you mm -hmm. can do uh, a dinner plate, uh, may serve two to three people, you know, cause you're piling it. It's totally full. Um, yeah. or, or really, you know, whatever you, you can, cause you guys see here, the food has completely covered. Yeah. So you could just use your cutting board, you know, and mm -hmm. build it on top of that. They're not seeing the board. Yeah. And so for, you can do it on anything. For large boards, one of my favorite, um, items to put, you know, this, to create this board on mm -hmm. is a beverage tray. Um, so mm -hmm. one that you would bring in the wine and the wine glasses. Well, you know, put the wine and the wine glasses on the table ahead of time and use that beverage tray because one, it's great and simple to carry because it has handles most mm -hmm. of the time. Two, it has a lip on, on the tray. So it kind of, it um, already keeps those ingredients tight in that space for you. You don't have yeah. to think a lot. They can roll and they're not going anywhere. And creating different heights uh, of your board is also really fun. So some people have those, like, uh, they're for, like, tea parties. They're, like, the three-tiered yes. uh, dishes. But you can also just take, you know, your big cutting board that you have at home and mm -hmm. put a plate on top of it. And then you yes. have, like, two levels. And that also makes the boards look even more refined, you know, yeah. when you've really done nothing. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, open your cabinets. You've got, you've got yeah. plenty. Anything you have ever put food <laughs> yeah. on. Go ahead and use that as a board. And if you don't have a board at all, you can even just put plastic wrap down on your table yes. and just build it directly on the table. That's really fun for dinner parties, especially, is if you just put plastic wrap down on your table and build it directly on the table and then everybody can just reach and eat with their hands like we've yeah. been talking about. And it's about. simple cleanup um, and no one is going to make any comment about why is your food on the table because there's going to be, <laughs> they're going to be busy they might. snacking. <laughs> Um, and some of the most elaborate and beautiful like board setups that I've seen mm -hmm. are not on a board at all. It's just like what Noel said, where they, either, the put, yeah, they yeah. either do wax paper or plastic wrap and then just lay all those components mm -hmm. down and people will eat, you know, all, along a farm table or something. Um, and the food is just extended from end to end. Yeah. 
and I've been is, seeing that a lot on yeah. Instagram, like, yeah. you know, wedding rehearsal dinners mm-hmm. or these like fancy events, like 50th birthday parties yep. where they, the, they'll have a caterer come in and they'll just build this huge board on a table. Yeah. And it's quite amazing. It is. It looks so good. Cause it, when you have that big of a space, you can really, really get creative and you can use like whole pineapples or, mm-hmm. you know, use the really big pieces that, you know, we're, we're trying to save space here so that everything fits, but you don't have to do that when using such a big surface. Right. And also just last note um, of an idea as far as your board, if you have one of um, those old maids, you know, the, is that what it's called? The thing that moves? Lazy Susan? Lay- oh my gosh. Lazy Susan. <laughs> lazy Susan, sorry. I don't, I don't have do a lazy old maid. <laughs> An old maid is is a card game. (laughs) A lazy Susan. If you have a lazy Susan, use that as your board because then it rotates. Those are so cool. um, And people have better access to it, uh, to the items on the board. What are they actually used for? Uh, I think it used to be, yeah, I think it used to be used for condiments Mm. or like a fruit bowl in the middle is what I see a lot of people put on their lazy Susan. Lazy Susans are old maids now, but, you know, use them as boards and they (laughs) will revive. Yeah, give them new life. And there was another question. Does Cecil sell either the large or smaller boards? Do you guys sell boards at all? Um, Like the actual, like, serving trays or, like, for catering, like, selling it pre-made? I think the pre-tray is Yeah. I think the tray. We, if it's the tray, we don't offer the trays right now. Um, we have a few uh, pieces like bowls and um, small, um, small, what are they called? Like ramekins? little ramekins made of olive wood that mm-hmm. look awesome and they could go on a board. Right. Uh, we do offer that here. Um, however, we don't, we don't sell the cutting boards and this is just because like we've thought about doing that, but with them being so accessible from anywhere, everywhere yeah. that you go, Target, home, Walmart, home, home stores, yeah, at home store. Amazon, um, we felt like it was just a little bit of overkill yeah. and that, you know, um, maybe people would come and buy some, but it's also super easy just to click and pick those things yeah. up. You know? Or just go to a thrift store. They usually have yeah. so many good like glass pieces for yes. cheap at a thrift store. You could really find something that would be spectacular for a party yeah, or for lots a of personality. Yeah. Yeah. So no, we don't, we don't have the boards. And if the question was talking about like the assembled ones, we, at this point, we don't offer the assembled ones. However, if you, um, if you're having a catering and you want us to put one together, um, I'm the catering director. Just email me Simone at Sisul.com. Yeah. There is no trouble in putting a board right. together for you. She we will can make do it that. Happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll look great. Um, and in the future, we are thinking of putting, yeah. um, you know, adding pricing for menu. boards just on the catering menu. Yeah. Okay. What wine would you recommend to go with that, those boards that you just made? Ooh, I'll okay. give my recommendation and then you can give your recommendation. Okay. So, um, I, I love a good Sauvignon Blanc. I think it has a really crisp, uh, clean taste. Um, and between the fruit, the vegetables, the pickled items, um, having that kind of like clean tasting, mm-hmm. um, light wine, um, is perfect for as far as what I would, what I would really enjoy. Right. And I, I would agree. I would agree with what you said, the, just having like a, a wine that isn't too strong or to have such like a sweet flavor or yeah. strong flavor. So you can let the food shine and it's not like every time you take a sip, you're just being washed over you know with that mm-hmm. with that strong flavor i like red wine better so i would recommend like a nice cab something that's not too sweet or not too dry um 
and that would pair really well as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, Simone, that dinner that you made with me at the beginning, that would be great as leftovers on a board, correct? Yes, it would be. That's mm -hmm. right. Yeah, I, I made a uh, chicken marinara. The chicken was crusted mm. with semolina. Um, I made these roasted vegetables. The baby corn that I used, baby corn would absolutely make its appearance over here. Um, maybe instead of the cucumbers, too, because it's a great dipper. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, all of the pieces. And to be honest, I had some leftovers, and those leftovers ended up becoming a platter. Um, I think I was in a rush. It didn't make an Instagram shot of a board. Um, but I did use all the leftover components and put them together. And then my husband and I snacked on a Saturday night. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's the way to do it. I think you can do that with most leftovers. Like, you know, mm -hmm. if you made chili and then you're just like so sick of eating bowls of chili, you could do a chili board, yep. you know, and do some cheese, uh, sour cream, um, the different crackers to eat the chili with. Yes. So, I mean, it, really, it's just, you know, get creative. Um, I, I really think think anybody could look in their fridge right now and make a board out of something that they have. That's right. Okay. And this is a question I'm actually going to answer. Do you have a list of the ingredients that you sell that you use today? Yes. If you'll check on the blog afterwards, once they get their pictures taken and send it to me, I'll have everything listed and where you can buy that stuff. So we'll have all the locations listed as well. Cause Simone's already went ahead and sent me all that stuff. <laughs> oh yeah. Always prepared. <laughs> So um, tell us a little bit more about Sassoul for those that don't know about Sassoul. Go ahead. Okay. So uh, it is a family owned business. Um, my dad and my sister and I, uh, we started it in 2011 at our North Raleigh location. Um, and then three years later, we opened up our Cary location, which is off of Kildare Farm uh, Road. Um, and we have been we've been working together. So my dad was with Niamon and we we split off in 2011 and became Sasul. Um, but uh, like we mentioned earlier, Simone and I have been working with my dad since we were kids, really, but really mm -hmm. on the schedule since when we turned like 15, 16. Yeah. Um, we've been working full time with him um, and we sell fresh, healthy Mediterranean cuisine. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of deli style. If you haven't been to Sassoul before, that when you walk in, you'll see our deli cases. Huge um, variety. Yeah, Huge. we've got like 40 to 50 different items yep. out at all times. And it's all fresh, healthy. If you have any food allergies or um, any special diet that you're on, if you're vegan, gluten-free, you will have no problem finding something here yeah. at all. And everything, we try to keep that in mind and be very mindful of those that uh, want to know what's in their food mm -hmm. and those that have food allergies or restrictions. We have yes. everything marked on labels that go in front of the case. You don't just see the name of the item, but you see every single ingredient that we use. Yeah. You see if it has nuts, dairy, gluten, eggs. Um, we, and, we're very yeah, transparent yeah. about how we make the food. Yeah. We even share recipes a lot of times. If you search like Sassoul recipes, I'm sure you'll find at least 10 online. Right. Yeah. Um, but we get produce from the farmer's market uh, and we make everything in small batches throughout the day. So when you come in and you see our deli case, you will know that that salad you're seeing that's in the crock about this big, uh, it was made maybe 30 minutes ago at the most. It's, right. Everything is made so fresh. That's right. And, um, we also have in both locations, we have a beautiful market section right. that carries all of the components that, except for fresh produce, we don't have fresh produce, but 
it carries the components that we use mm -hmm. in our our uh, recipes, such as extra virgin olive oil, tahini, tahini, rice, all lentils. of the spices. Right. Um, yeah. So that those that want to cook at home, just like we're trying to challenge you today to make mm -hmm. your own board, you can come here and find those items. You may also find the same ingredients that are in some of our salads, which are really cool. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, Sasul, at Sasul, we keep things very simply flavored. Everything has a lot of produce and vegetables and color in it. Um, and we're really mimicking the way that my grandmother, Sasul, mm -hmm. uh, cooked at home, cooked for my dad. And we're just, we're kind of living that tradition. Um, and it, it's super rewarding being the two ladies that get to carry that out and continue the tradition. Um, but it's also just as rewarding seeing how many customers we have that truly appreciate the healthy, fresh variety and they count on it for, um, for eating, like eating, uh, their meals often at Sasul, you know, yeah. we're, we're the kind of restaurant that you could eat four times a week. And, and you don't feel guilty. Sick. Yeah, yeah, you won't get sick of it at all. And right. we, we see people, honestly, we have customers that we see every single day. Yeah. A few um, that come twice a day. Yeah. Those, wow. And I, I don't say that to embarrass them because I hope they're watching right now. Yeah. I love that. I love it. It's <laughs> That's that's how we eat. Yeah, I mean, we eat breakfast, lunch, breakfast, and lunch dinner. dinner. I mean, me and Simone work like twelve-hour shifts, yeah. so we'll get here at nine and we'll leave at eight. That's all the meals in the day. Yeah. So we we eat Sisul three times a day, yes. at least five days a week. So we can tell you with full conviction, you will not get tired of it <laughs> because we're even taking food home for our days off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just that it's that great kind of um, healthy, fresh food that makes you feel good after you eat it. Mm -hmm. And you have an event coming up correct? We do. Yeah, we have a, a hybrid cooking class that is going to be a dinner experience as well. Um, we are, of course, trying to be mindful of the continuing pandemic. Yep. Um, so we're keeping everything socially distanced and it's going to be a relatively small event, only 16 people there. Only 16 tickets That's for the right. in-person portion of the event. Yes, we will also stream it live uh, virtually for the dinner portion. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but what is extra special about this event? Um, one, it's a cooking class for that hour of the main meal. But prior to uh, the main meal, we're going to have an extended cocktail hour, kind of like our, our meza uh, mm -hmm. that we do in Lebanon. And um, all of the appetizers will be cooked over the fire. The fire. So we're going to have several different fire pits, mm -hmm. fire oven. Um, they will be making all of the appetizers live as people mingle and you know have a glass of wine or a, a bottle of beer. Um, and they'll be able to eat the, the appetizers right off the flames, yes. giving it a few seconds to cool down. And if you guys um, ever wanted to meet the whole family, the whole family is going to be there making right. this event happen. It so. is going to be a very big production yes. as far as the people making it happen. Yes. So um, my, our yeah. dad will be there. He'll be making the mini pizzettes. We're doing um, uh, zatar pizzettes as well as cheese pizzettes mm -hmm. right on, on a live fire. Uh, Simone's husband is going to be there grilling kebabs on the fire, mm -hmm. making the eggplant mm -hmm. uh, roll-ups um, over the fire. And then, like she said, as they're ready, we're going to be passing them out to the different tables. That's right. We'll um, have, we'll have uh, Mediterranean Lebanese music. We will have a belly dancer. Mm -hmm. um, it will be an outdoor event, so we get that nice fresh air right. and a beautiful alfresca eating style. 
um it's just going to be a great time it's going to be so fun so so mm-hmm. fun i'm i'm excited to to host it this is one of the events that i'm the most excited about because it's going to be such a special experience and we're bringing mm-hmm. stuff that we love to do like we love cooking on the fire yep. and we're sharing it with you know our community with with 16 people so and we already have sold nine tickets so they're over halfway sold mm-hmm. so if you guys are if it sounds fun definitely look into it soon that's right it's a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, yes. Um, whether you want to take your mother or just give it to your mother to go with your dad, um, it is, it's going to be something like we something have not seen. never seen. That's and right. And then, like she mentioned, when it actually gets to be the dinner portion, it'll be mm-hmm. a live cooking class done by Simone mm-hmm. that we will be streaming virtually, like much like this that we're doing right now. Um, so you can also uh, watch it online for free. Yeah, you can the attend dinner, virtually mm-hmm, the, the dinner class. portion of the event. That's right. And where we're hosting it, so uh, the owner of Chini, Chini is a an Indian takeout spot. Um, she has two locations. Uh, the woman's name is Preeti. She's amazing. She's so hospitable. When we met her, it was like we were meeting someone from our family. Yeah. She was so enthusiastic about food and community. And um, so she has an outdoor venue, which is where we will be holding it. So yeah. I know um, if people go to our Eventbrite, um, the the event location online, they're going to wonder, you know, what's Cheney? Well, Cheney is her outdoor venue where we she's hosting us. And it's in North Raleigh. It's very mm-hmm. close to the Sissel North Raleigh location. That's right. And when you purchase the ticket, we'll be sending you that address as it gets closer to the date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. We are very excited. For yeah. One. Very excited. Um, and it will end up on social media. So you guys will oh, yeah. see everything. Of course, <laughs> if you don't attend, you know, we plan, if this one is successful, we plan to do several of these kinds of events in mm-hmm. the future. Um, but you will see a glimpse of what it, mm-hmm. what everything looked like. Cause we'll have all pictures. And the everything. ticket does include, uh, you know, wine and beer, but if you are not an alcohol drinker, we do have a coupon code, um, for people that don't drink alcohol that That's takes, right. it takes $10 off the price of the ticket. So yep. just message us and let us know. And we can help you up with that. Yeah. Okay. Kristen said, I know this is especially for Simone. Zane is asking if Tubby will be belly dancing. <laughs> I'm sure if he is challenged, he will be the star of the show. Yes, oh, my yeah. husband has a big personality, mm-hmm. and uh, anytime he's challenged to do anything, he never lets it down. But yeah. he's not the primary belly dancer. I hope there's, that... a, there's a professional. Coming, yes, there is a professional. Toby may join in, but you have to buy tickets to find out. That's so. right, and maybe Noelle and I will also oh. do a little belly dancing as well. So. <laughs> Now, which location, if people are going to Cecil for the first time, which one do you, would you say you would prefer for them to go to? Both of them? Or yeah, either there... one. Yeah. Both, both locations have the exact same thing. Yes. Um, same menu. Mm-hmm. The, the food is consistent. That's something that we're very passionate about is making mm-hmm. sure that you get the same experience at Cecil Carey as you do at Cecil Raleigh. So that right. the hummus, the everything tastes the same. Um, it's, we've worked really hard on that, honestly. It's yeah. Been, uh, passion project for since this will carry yeah. opened um so but both yeah. have big dining rooms mm-hmm. um both have the market section that's right both do catering if you're interested in catering both locations do catering from it um really just whichever one is closer to you because because Sasul is such a kind of lifestyle restaurant where you can eat it multiple times um during your week wherever it's most convenient for you is where we want you to get in the habit right. of going yeah make it part of your life yeah 
Um, that's one of the, that's one of the reasons why I was asking is like because a lot of people don't like to be cluttered and like to be clustered. So yeah. is there a certain time that you suggest if they don't want to be like in a crowd to go? If you're trying to avoid the rush, uh, either come before 11 or uh, between two and five. Mm -hmm. And you can always do takeout. So yeah, we one do offer great, curbside. Yeah, one great thing about our concept is, of course, you can get individual plates, mm -hmm. uh, but you also have the option of getting the eight ounce, 16 ounce or 32 ounce containers of your bulk salads that you can pick up at any time of the day mm -hmm. and then take home and serve, you know, on your dinner table. Uh, that's one thing I do so that I can kind of meal prep without, uh, without any stress. You know, I just take home 32 ounce things and then I will, um, divvy it up for, for each day. I'll have a little mm -hmm. bit, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, I guess if you guys don't know, I'm at home with a baby right now. So having that, those healthy, fresh salads in the deli containers has been a lifesaver. Yeah. Yes. And we offer, we do online ordering, mm -hmm. um, and we've worked really hard to make sure that it is intuitive and easy to use. Um, and you can do online ordering and then just come straight to the cashier and we'll have your food at the cash register ready to go. So right. it limits the amount of time that you're in the store. Or like I said, you can just call and say, Hey, I'm outside. Can you bring it to my car? Mm -hmm. I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Now, can they get the stuff that's in the marketplace online too? Online ordering or call in, or do they have to physically go in and pick those up? You don't have to physically go in, but it's not online. So right. you would need to call it in. Yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, typically, you know, an employee will walk through the market and just kind of shop for you as you're Yeah. On the just phone. like they do in the grocery store. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But of course, you can call it in um, and that can be part of your curbside mm -hmm. order. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell people where they can find you guys on social media. So we are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and what else? Uh, well, I think those are the three the three, three main ones. ones. Yeah. We also have a Pinterest, but honestly, I have not updated it yeah. in a while. Um, but Sasul Cafe um, on um, on Instagram is our handle. Mm -hmm. For Facebook, our Raleigh location is Sasul, and then the Cary location is Sasul Cafe. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're very active on Instagram and Facebook. That's right. Um, Simone, like she said, is at home with her baby. Uh, so she has done, taken on a lot of our marketing and she posts videos on mm -hmm. there showing you how to do, make, make different ingredients. You post like one a week at least. That's right. Yep. Yeah. So Where then, you can use our market items to make something simple and easy at home. So you'll see a lot of that on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then my mom actually runs our Twitter. She does an awesome job. Yes. And that one is the Sewell Cafe as well. Mm -hmm. Well, girls, I want to thank you so much for coming on and teaching us how to do the charcuterie boards. And I love the olive oil and the, the Parmesan cheese, even though you did get kind of heavy handed a little. I had one question. Who's going to be eating that is now? Uh, We're we'll, taking it into the kitchen and all of the yeah. staff is going to yeah. eat it after their shift. Our team will love it. Yeah. Yeah, because I know last time um, Simone said the camera people have to eat. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Today we have our uh, camera on a tripod. So yeah, we're filming in store uh, yes. right now. We're we're in a storage closet. We <laughs> <laughs> wanted to avoid the noise because uh, during di during lunch rush at twelve thirty, yeah, the phone it gets is ringing. The phone like crazy. it gets very loud. Yeah. Um. So we we kind of put ourselves into a little nook. But yeah, we will be taking this and sharing it with the staff yeah. after their shift is done. They'll be so excited. Uh, yeah, they will be very excited. <laughs>
Well, ladies, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. And yeah, thank you. Really absolutely delicious. I can't wait to get the finished product pictures now. Awesome. Great to you. And thank you so much for having us um, on your chats from the blog cabin. It's, it's an honor. Yeah. Thank you guys. So guys, we will see you on the next chat from the blog cabin. Bye. Y'all, this was such a fun show to do because I just sat back and watched, basically. They just took it and ran with it. And that's what I love about working with companies, um, family-owned companies. And like I said, Sassoul is one of my favorite places. They're about an hour away, so I don't get to eat them eat there that much. But I'm thinking that's I'm going to end up eating there before the end of the weekend. Um, I have an anniversary coming up, so hey, this may be... I may go up and grab some stuff for charcuterie boards. That would be really great to do. But... This I love working with local people who use fresh ingredients, who collaborate with other people. When At the very end, they were talking about collaborating with the lady using her outdoor space. And it's amazing. I love collaborations. And guys, if you are ever, if you're local to the Raleigh, North Carolina area, please go by Sassoul. They're in Raleigh and in Cary. And if you're not, then maybe considered whenever you're in the area to go by there because the food is amazing and it's delicious and you're going to walk in and people are you're just going to smile the whole time you're in there so i want to thank you so much for being part of the chats from the blog cabin family please do me a great big favor and go like leave a review or rating Tell me how I'm doing. If there's something that you would like to see on the show, let me know. Drop me a note. Um, I'll put my email in the um, show notes as well. And thank you so much once again for being part of the family. And hope you make a charcuterie board. If you do, tag me on social media at Frugal Mom on Instagram or at Chats in the Blog Cabin on Instagram because I would love to see if you what it looks like. But lastly, be blessed. And remember, keep chatting.